0: Hello, this is Dr. David Friedman, host of To Your Good Health Radio. Are you struggling with your weight no matter what diet you try? You initially lose the pounds, but they come right back. Well, you're not alone. 95% of people that lose weight on a diet will gain it back within a year. Today, I'm not going to discuss any particular diet. Let's face it, they all work, whether it's going on a vegan, paleo, keto diet, or joining Jenny Craig or Weight Watchers. People lose weight. Then why are more people overweight today than ever in history? On today's show, we're going to cover the 10 most common obstacles that are keeping you from achieving permanent weight loss. If you're sick of gym memberships that go unused and roller coaster dieting plans that you can't stick with, don't go anywhere it all starts now it's to your good health radio with number one best-selling author and renowned wellness expert dr david friedman changing lives just for the health of it Millions of people, they play the lotto, gamble, and invest their money in the stock market, hoping to become rich. And while we're busy chasing the buck, most of us don't realize when we're looking into the mirror each day, we're actually looking at someone who's already a multimillionaire. That's right. According to medical research published by the Indiana School of Medicine, your body is worth $45 million. Here's an itemized list for your accountant. The bone marrow in your body is worth $23 million. Your DNA, $9.7 million. The antibodies that help fight off disease are worth $7.3 million. Two lungs, they're worth 232000 Your kidneys are worth 364 grand and females, 32 of your fertile eggs are worth $224,000. For our men listeners, 12 sperm donations a month for 23 years is worth a quarter of a million dollars. Guys, don't quit your day job. (laughs) So let me ask you a question. If you had a Rolls Royce and it was worth, let's say, half a million dollars, would you put sugar in the gas tank? Would you use the cheapest oil you could find? Would you drive around on deflated tires? Of course you wouldn't. You'd make sure your Rolls-Royce was tuned up properly and all the factory recommendations were followed to a T. Well, folks, your $45 million body also has requirements for it to function at an optimal level. Everyone, you know, we're so afraid now of another recession. It's all over the news. But there's actually a recession already taking place every day in your body. If you eat too much of the wrong foods, which results in developing type 2 diabetes, guess what? You just lost $315,000, the price of a healthy pancreas. If you smoke cigarettes, deduct your internal net worth by $232,000, the price of your lungs. Even when the housing bubble popped, we didn't see this kind of financial devastation taking place. You know, every one of you listening right now, you're a multimillionaire. Here's the problem. The majority of you are not taking care of your net worth. But I have some good news for you. You get a do-over. You see, your body is wired for rejuvenation. Every 120 days, new blood cells are formed in your body. And every year, the cells of the liver and your lungs are renewed. In 10 years, your bones are brand new. In 20 years, you have a new heart. You know, the first and most important step to getting healthier and reaching your ideal weight is to be able to look in the mirror and realize you are worth it. When your attitude is in the right place, you can finally achieve successful weight loss. That's the key. And once you conquer your stumbling blocks, you get a do-over that you deserve. When deciding to lose weight, no matter what diet plan you follow, start by telling that little voice inside your head, Go away! I believe in life we live by two factors, what we desire and the reasons we don't have it. And sadly, too many of us focus on the excuses during our journey instead of the destination. You know, there's 365 tomorrows in a year, And many of us are taking advantage of all of them. Every New Year's resolution, right? What do we decide? This is going to be my year. I'm going to lose the weight. And what happens? The same New Year's resolution happens the following year. It's this hamster wheel. So let's cover the 10 most common excuses that people use that are keeping you on that hamster wheel. Let's talk about excuse number one. I'd love to exercise and cook healthy meals But I just don't have the time. I have kids, a full-time job, pets, and a spouse to care for, and a house to clean. Folks, if you're using that excuse, I want you to do something. Write down the word TIME in capital letters. Write it down. What do you see? There are two words inside the word TIME. You're going to find an I and the word ME. I want you to circle those because the word itself is telling you to put yourself First, what does the flight attendant announce before takeoff? Case of emergency and the oxygen mask drops from above? Put yours on first before helping others put yourself first and what it does is it gives you the strength to help others to take care of your family your job and your friends you should come first but let's look at the time excuse and that's let's face it that's the number one excuse out there let's do the math and see if it's really legitimate there's 24 hours in a day if you spend eight hours sleeping and eight hours working that leaves you another eight hours technically another work day all it takes is 20 minutes of those eight remaining hours to exercise and another 20 to make a healthy home-cooked meal. That still leaves just seven hours and 20 minutes of your day to goof off, watch TV, or tackle chores. You know, what I really find sad is how many people out there you binge watch shows on Netflix and you play video games and you hang out on social media, but... You can't find the time to do a 20-minute walk around the neighborhood or spend 20 minutes prepping and cooking a healthy stir-fry? I think time's uh, excuse that's not, not really able to be used if you really look at this. You know, if if your weekdays are slammed and you think, well, Doug Friedman, I'm slammed during the week. I don't have that 20 minutes. Well, if that's true in the week, maybe you do. Maybe you have two jobs. And maybe you don't have time during the week, but you can prep your meals on the weekend and store food in the refrigerator during the week. If there's two of you, make dinner for six and you're going to have leftovers. It only takes 20 minutes to grill several chicken breasts and most grocery stores now have pre-cut veggies so you don't have to take the time to chop them they're already pre-cut for you you can make some soup that's another easy thing that fits right you know can store that in the fridge that's easy the options are endless invest in a slow cooker cooker and those are great because it makes an enormous amount of leftovers that you can refrigerate or freeze for later use and You know, hundreds of options out there. soup, stews, chili, sandwich fillings. I actually created a 92-page recipe book available at foodsanity.com. It's a free download. It's chock-full of healthy breakfast, lunch, and dinner recipes easy to make. And you can get that by visiting foodsanity.com and download that for free. And for those of you that have children, another really terrific tool that keeps kids away from the video games and helping you in the kitchen is get a spiralizer this allows you to turn veggies such as squash eggplant carrots and zucchini into pasta shapes your kids are gonna have a blast it's it's fun they'll wanna be in the kitchen instead of on their phones and you can add a variety of sauces and you can have a new pasta dish every day if you want alright let's move on to excuse number two times are tough and I just can't afford to purchase healthier choices like organic foods you know This may seem like a good excuse, but eating unhealthy, cheaper foods can actually cost you tenfold the money in expensive expenses and drugs in the long run. But is eating healthy really that much more expensive? The answer is no. Avoiding toxic glyphosate, which is that chemical that's been found to cause cancer in Roundup, and additives like high fructose corn syrup and MSG, aspartame, and GMO ingredients It's not going to break the bank to avoid those things. And I actually did an investigative report comparing the cost of organic produce compared to conventionally sold versions of the same exact items. And you can read this article on my website at drdavidfriedman.com and click blog post and then look for the article, Buying Organic Does Not Break the Bank. In this article, I share tips on how you can get organic produce for up to 50% the cost of conventionally grown fruits and vegetables. Now, is it crucial to buy all produce organic? No, it is not. You can actually use a rule of thumb to decide. And I actually call a rule of thumb nail. If you can take your fingernail and puncture the skin of a fruit or vegetable, more than likely pesticide can also penetrate the skin so it's getting inside. So always bioorganically, when it comes to things like let's say apples, celery, pears, blueberries, strawberries. Not so important when buying thick skin produce like eggplant, kiwi, avocados, bananas, or coconuts. And you can tell if a product is organic by looking at the PLU sticker that stands for Price Lookup Code. If you see the series of numbers there starting with a 9, it's organic. And the saying that I use to remember this is, 9 is fine. So that PLU code starting with 9 means it's fine. It's organic. Get it. Or if you see a little sticker that says USD certified organic, then you know that it's healthy and it's organic. All right, let's go to excuse number three. I eat out a lot and it's impossible to eat healthy, especially at fast food restaurants. You know, while I don't advocate eating at fast food restaurants, for some people, there's no other option. It's convenient, and some people have a 30-minute lunch break. It's around the corner, and it's inexpensive. And let's face it, 75% of Americans eat at fast food restaurants at least once a week. So statistically, you're probably going to be at a fast food restaurant, majority of you listening. So I actually have a friend of mine that he's a traveling salesman. And he can't cook healthy while he's on the road. So when he stops to get gas, hey, there's the fast food right next to it. He does the drive through of the closest fast food restaurant. In my number one best-selling book, Food Sanity, How to Eat in a World of Fads and Fiction, I devote an entire section on the healthiest ways to eat, at fast food restaurants, and I've compiled a list of the healthiest menu items to choose from when you're eating at places like McDonald's and Burger King and Taco Bell, KFC, and Subway. This resource is available in my book, comes in handy if you're on the go and you've got to go to a fast food restaurant, there are ways. I'll share a couple quick fast food restaurant tips for you. One is go easy on the condiments. Two tablespoons of mayonnaise adds a whopping 190 calories, 140 milligrams of sodium and 22 grams of fat. The same amount of ketchup gives you 30 calories, 380 milligrams of sodium and 32 grams of sugar. So instead of adding a packet to your sandwich, squeeze a few drops on the bottom of the bun. What that does is it brings the flavor immediately to your taste buds and you won't even notice the difference in volume. Also, remove the bread from the top of the sandwich, and this is going to get rid of 50% of the calories while st- still giving those taste buds of yours the same experience. I mean, after chewing up a sandwich, your taste buds—they don't know whether you've chomped up two slices of bread or one. It's the same flavor. Another thing to watch out for is the super size options. You know, these fast food restaurants usually offer a discount if you order the next sizes up, and you know who does that too? Movie theaters. Same tactic to sell more sodas or pop and don't fall for it folks always choose the smallest size when ordering a combo meal you know paying a few cents more to supersize your meal sounds like a great deal right you're saving money but here's what happens you're adding a lot of fat calories and salt and you're gonna end up eating more than you need to or want to all right the next excuse number four of just eating something that I shouldn't have so I might as well go all the way you know folks I want to remind all of you, we're human, we have desires, don't punish yourself for an entire day when you overindulge. All of us have gotten lost while driving a car, right? It happens. Do we say, oh well, I'm lost, I might as well just keep driving more off course? No. We do our best to get back on our desired route and reach our destination. And, you know, use the same attitude when you find yourself off course and when you've eaten things that you know you shouldn't have. Get back on course. All right, excuse number five. I want to eat healthier, but my spouse is a diehard hamburger and greasy French fry lover. You know... Cooking healthfully for one person, it's not always easy. And you may have to cook two different meals and trickle some of the good stuff into your spouse's unhealthy meals. You know, I have a friend who's a devout vegan. But her husband still loves eating meat, and what she does is she occasionally sneaks whole food plant-based items on his plate, and after he tries them, most of the time he loves it. And it doesn't have to be all or nothing. Relationships are about compromising. And Keep in mind, if you can get your spouse to agree to eating healthfully just three out of seven days in the week, that's actually 468 healthful meals each year. Not a bad compromise. All right, let's go to excuse number 6. I'm addicted to sweets. I just can't live without them. You know, I personally don't think our creator made a mistake when he gave us taste buds for sweetness. I don't think it was a design flaw. Enjoying sweets is part of our design. The key is avoiding the white processed sugar or things made from it. This type of sugar is addictive. In fact, research shows it has similar addictive effects as cocaine does on the brain. White processed sugar is stripped of all its minerals and it makes you crave more. Same with high fructose corn syrup, another commonly processed sugar. You know, there are many healthful low-calorie alternatives to satisfy that sweet tooth without compromising your health. Uh, One of them is xylitol. It's a great option. It's a natural uh, sweetener derived from the birch tree that's approved as a sugar substitute for diabetics. Monk fruit is another great option. It's hundred and fifty times sweeter than sugar with zero calories. And then there's stevia. And you know when I mention stevia, many people say, oh I don't like it. It's got a bitter taste. If stevia tastes bitter, that means you're using a product that is not hundred percent whole leaf stevia. What you need to do is look on the label, flip it around, and I bet you're going to see in the ingredients something called erythritol. This is a man-made additive that's derived from GMO cornstarch, and it's ultra-processed. It's also an ingredient used as an insecticide. So go with 100% pure whole-leaf stevia, and it's not going to be bitter. Real stevia actually tastes sweet like confectioner sugar. And if you need to reach for that occasional candy, hey, we have a sweet tooth, we want a little piece of candy, go for unsweetened dark chocolate. Organic cacao that's 80% contains an ingredient called theobromine, which has been shown to help control appetite and aid in weight loss. Yes, ladies, you heard that right. Dark chocolate in moderation helps you lose weight. So reach for the chocolate. It's good. Excuse seven. I exercise, so I have earned the right to splurge. You know, last week, reminds me, I was on a treadmill running next to this guy. He's sweating, sweating, and I heard him say, I am earning that donut I had this morning. (laughs) This is a common misnomer, but in reality, you can't outrun a bad diet. You just can't do it. It takes 800 jumping jacks to burn off 150 calories. However, eliminating one soda subtracts 150 calories. So considering the average person consumes five sodas per day, obviously you can't do 4,000 jumping jacks daily to erase lousy dietary choices. Also, exercise makes you hungry. Burning off calories and tearing down muscle when you lift weights makes you crave more food. And what you feed it determines how those muscles will build back up. So think of the popular saying, you are what you eat. And then ask yourself, do you want your muscle fibers replaced with the contents of a Dunkin' Donut or something healthful? Don't splurge just because you've exercised eat sensibly, you're worth it. Excuse number eight, I can eat it because it says fat free on the label. You know, the fact that you see, quote, fat-free might actually cause you to eat more of it. See, when people believe their food is more healthful, this gives them a perceived green light that it's okay to keep eating more and more of it. And this ends up packing on additional calories. The food industry knows this and guess what? They've got this marketing team that uses these buzz buzzwords like fat-free or zero guilt. And what it does is it entices you to eat more of what they sell. But since removing fat also removes much of the flavor. Many companies replace fat with sugar. And the manufacturers use the labels as a smokescreen to give an otherwise unhealthy food like jelly beans this illusion of good health. I literally saw On the box of jelly beans, the words fat-free on the label. Now, this doesn't mean they're good for you. Yes, they're fat-free, but jelly beans are pure sugar, which turns to fat later. So be careful not to fall for the fat-free trap there that they try to throw out there in these labels. Uh, Excuse nine, I can't let food go to waste, you know. That's a big one. I remember when I was a kid, my parents telling me to finish my dinner because they're starving kids in Africa that don't have the luxury of having food on their table like I do. So I need to finish my plate. First, I want you to ask yourself one question Do you want your food to go to waste or do you want it to go to your waste? That's the question. And one of the reasons so many people are overweight is because they eat until they're full, they just stuff themselves. And the problem with that is, It takes 20 minutes for the stomach to send signals of fullness to the brain. So the key is to eat until you are satisfied, not full. Then in 20 minutes, your brain will register a sense of fullness. When you eat out at a restaurant and feel satisfied, that's when you stop. Take home a doggy bag. And if you eat half a sandwich for lunch and you feel satisfied, take the other half home and have it for dinner. Another tip I'll share, avoid the all-you-can-eat buffets, obviously, but if you do end up at one, ask the waitress for a smaller plate instead of using the large one. This technique tricks your eyes into making you feel fuller quicker. This also means making three trips to the buffet is equivalent to one trip if you eat off a regular size plate. All right, and finally, we are excuse number 10, I'm always hungry. Yeah, hey, listen, if that's the case, if you're always hungry, your food choices might be the culprit. Remember that Lay's potato chip slogan, bet you can't eat just one? Well, that's a pretty safe bet because processed foods like potato chips, tortilla chips and french fries, they're empty calories that don't make you feel full. So your brain keeps sending signals, feed me, feed me, feed me, I'm hungry. And it was actually research conducted by the University of California in Irving found that the fat in these type of foods triggers a biological mechanism that drives glutinous behavior you know also hunger pangs can be a sign of dehydration so you may actually be thirsty and one glass of water can help curb your appetite in just five minutes so drink water the body actually mistakes thirst sometimes for hunger so you may just be dehydrated if you are hungry you can actually drink water before eating and it will make you fuller and it's a great trick there to eat less food and when you want to nosh between meals reach for a handful of almonds this source of protein Offers filling fiber and it contains most nutrients of all the fruits uh, of all the nuts out there. So it's one of the high nutrient nuts. And another food item to turn to when you're hungry is a slice of organic rye bread. Oh, I h- thought bread's bad, Dr. Friedman. No bread. I've been told that's wrong. Compared to other grains, rye is rather unique because of how slowly it gets absorbed into the body. What that means is you stay fuller longer. Rye is also chock full of essential vitamins and minerals not found in other types of bread. An interesting study published in the American Journal of Clinical Nutrition showed that people who eat rye turn on a gene that prevents diabetes, lowers cholesterol, reduces inflammation, and actually improves blood sugar. So consumption of fiber-rich rye bread can also aid in digestion and ease constipation. So reach for the rye bread. All right, there you have it. Hopefully, you know, I've helped to uh, tear down the 10 most common excuses for not being able to lose weight and keep it off. And these tips can be applied no matter what type of diet or weight loss program you follow. Removing these obstacles, what they're going to do is they're going to help you take care of that $45 million body. And by doing so you're going to earn interest on the balance. You're going to live longer. You're going to live healthier. Thanks, as always, for tuning in. And if you've enjoyed these tips I've shared today and haven't gotten your copy of my award-winning book, Food Sanity, How to Eat in a World of Fads and Fiction, it's available everywhere books are sold. And you can also go to foodsanity.com and download my 92-page companion ebook for free. It's got recipes, the breakfast, lunch, and dinner. I, did, I didn't have room in my book to include recipes, so I actually... Created an ebook and it's yours for free. That website is foodsanity.com. You can stay up to date with all my latest articles, videos, and podcasts at drdavidfriedman.com. And while there, be sure and sign up for my free newsletter. You're gonna get all the latest news you can use sent directly to your inbox. You can follow me on Twitter and Facebook at Dr. David Friedman. On Instagram, I'm at Dr. D Friedman. If you heard me share something today that can benefit somebody you know, send them a link to this podcast available at to you at healthradio.com or radiomd.com and check out our podcast library and share segments with friends, family, coworkers and on social media. This information is too important, sharing is caring. You can also subscribe to future podcasts at iHeartRadio and iTunes. More to come, stay tuned and stay well.